Welcome to track number six of What Is Your Life? On to the next aspect of the camp, which is another um, set of things that I want to share with you, which I call Father to Son. Amen. Amen. Father to Son. Second Timothy chapter number two. Father to Son. Father to Son. Now, human beings have been able to invent everything. Did you know that? Except one thing. They have not been able to make something that is not alive, alive. They cannot create life. Did you understand that? That thing that is life given to living things is something that the Lord has reserved and seems to have hidden seems to have hidden from us human beings. We can repair something that is living. We can cut something that is living. Sew it back together. We can put blood into something that is living. Amen. Amen. Give it more blood. Take out blood. We can keep it alive even when it's dying. We can hold it together. We can do all sorts of things. But we don't have the ability to make a cell alive. Just a cell. Or anything that is not, does not have life in it. To, to have life. This is the difficulty or what is hidden from men. You get it? They are able to even direct life. Like clone things, so that you make things that are cloned. You know that it's the same. Like we have Louisa, we're going to make a hundred Louisas. You get it? And they can take her genes and mix it in a way and organize it so that we have Louisa is reproduced hundred times. We want a hundred Louisas in the world. You get it? But if you had a Louisa that has no life, how to put life? And make it alive. This is where it all ends. Are you listening to me? And so, God has provided a way. Are you listening to me? And a way to create new life. To transmit life. And that way is His great method of providing fathers and mothers and through the seed of the father right life or new life forms new life is created and exists you get it but how to even get the sperm that is dead and, and inject it in a way that it comes alive and everything starts working this is the great mystery of man so God has prepared something very, very much beyond our understanding or ability. And that is the concept or the reality of having fathers who have a seed. Are you listening to me? Of themselves. And are able to pass it on and create New life. Are you listening to me, Pastor George? Alright? Because of that, that is the only way that new life is able to come where there was no life. And it is therefore a very special role and therefore a very special thing for God to have that thing called a father. 
Amen. Are you listening to me? Because without it, there are a whole lot of women. Amen. You don't need a man for anything in this world. They come to disturb your life. They come to confuse issues. Some of you ladies are good decision takers already. You're good at managing your own life. You are financially okay. You are educated. You are blessed. Hey man. Life is going on. Now you go and attach yourself to this gentleman. And life becomes complicated. <laughs> are you listening to me? All of a sudden... Complexities and complications and difficulties begin to come. Sometimes people marry absolute fools. <laughs> Idiots. And they are married to them. And they are linked. You see, when you marry, you are forever welded to the disasters and the successes of the person to whom you are welded. <laughs> it's a welding ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> why do we bother why why do why do women bother god has cursed women in the garden of eden to be attracted to the man helplessly I didn't say, these are not my ideas. Oh, please, I'm a young person. I don't have any new ideas. I read from the Bible. I tell you what I read. It said that her desire shall be for the man. To her husband. And he shall rule over her. Very well. You want it. You want to be welded. <laughs> So, that is God's way of ensuring also that he can continue to pass on life from the husband to create more life and multiply the number of lives on earth. So, her father is a very special person. Amen. Spiritually, physically, and in every way. And not only are there fathers physically, there are fathers spiritually through whom new life is passed on and new living things that never existed before come to exist. You see, when Ham started to laugh at his father, he was making a mistake because he would not have first of all existed to laugh at his father. Number two, he would not have been saved alive if it had not been for his father who had built the ark for him to be saved from the sea. Do you understand? And so that is why God has placed what I call protective blessings and curses in relation to fathers. There are what I call protective blessings and curses. Sometimes when you want to protect something, all you need to do is to either bless or curse. Because it's spiritual. When Joab did what David did not want him to do, and he killed Abner, who was the commander of the other army, David did not arrest Joab. He cursed him. He just cursed him. Amen. And that curse became the protection and the snare that David needed. Because he should have arrested his commander who had done exactly the opposite of what he had asked him to do. But he didn't want to. He couldn't for various reasons. So he employed a spiritual form of protection and a spiritual form of retribution for what uh, Joab had done. In the same way, God has many 
protective blessings to preserve the concept and the not just a concept but the reality of fathers special blessings and protection to keep them intact because you see i'm sure some of you now that you've grown up you appreciate your father you appreciate your mother much more than when you're young and if you live Little ones, sometimes, they will just destroy their parents. They will attack them and bend them and, 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 and beat them and disregard them and throw them away and kick them out and say, this is an evil man and he's a wicked person, he's a stupid person and he's a bad thing and I wish I never even knew him and, and my life is bad because of him. But when you grow, you get it. You begin to understand your father more. And so God has protection. You don't understand your father often until you grow to be where he is before he's doing what he's doing. One of the common things that children do is they do what their parents do. Sometimes the bad thing that your father did that you wish you would never do is what you grow up to do. And I was talking to a little young lady. I said, do you want to be like your mother? Do you want your life to go the way your mother's life has gone? She said, Bishop, no. I do not want it. I said, be careful. Careful now. Because as you grow up, especially when you, you, you have people who have, who have even fought against their mothers. I've seen, I've seen children, daughters, who rebuke their mothers. Criticize them constantly. Then they grow up. Then they see. Then they say, you know, Mother, if I was you, I wouldn't have stood for this nonsense for even one day. <laughs> but at first they used to think that the mother was the fault of all the problems. But when they grow, then they see. So be careful. When you criticize and even whatever you see a father doing that you may not be so happy about or whatever. Remember that God has protective blessings and words spoken in the atmosphere to preserve fathers. Because fathers transmit life. Nothing else can transmit life except fathers. Are you people understanding what I'm talking about? Yeah. God has and anybody who jokes around with fathers is joking with his life. Oh yeah. If you joke around with both your earthly father, your spiritual fathers, your father in ministry, whatever kind of father God has given you, you joke around with it, you find you're joking with your life. Because God has set he won't he won't he won't send soldiers to protect fathers. He has set certain things. He has said them. He has spoken them. Play with it and see whether it would happen. Many years ago, I had. I didn't. At that time, I didn't understand this principle very well. But I think your four o'clock has come. Was about to come. Derek Prince. He said something. Listen, are you there? Yes. He said, "If you honor your father." It will be well with you. Then he went and said that if you do not honor your father, it will never be well with you on this earth. It will never be well with you on this earth. Why? 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 Is your father a spiritual? Is he a witch? Is he a wizard? No, no, no. It's not him. It's God's protection for the father and for the office. Of the Father. Ephesians. Chapter 6. Verse 1. Children. Obey your friends in the Lord. This is right. Children obey your what? Then verse 2. Honor thy father 
and mother, which is the first commandment, with a promise. Are you there? Verse number three. That it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. What does it mean by English? Speaking English. If what, what does it mean? If you honor your father, it will be well with you and you will live long on earth. If you do not honor your father, what will happen? It will not be well with you and you will not live long on the earth. It's as very easy and simple as that. When it comes to spiritual things, God gives fathers. Father is the one who brings it forth. Your father, a lot of people have taught you, Pastor Banfo. A lot of people have taught you, have guided you. Some have even influenced you. But it's your father who made you exist. That's why David said, Paul said, uh, what's his name? Uh, Paul said, you have many instructors. You don't have many fathers. You have 10,000 instructors, but you don't have many fathers. You have, most, most people have more than one father. You can have more than one father. You have a spiritual father, a father in the ministry, a father in uh, Christ, father in father in law, earthly fa- uh, father, father in sin, <laughs> bad things that you, the bad things that you know, that you do, the one who taught you and baptized you. And so on. So most people have a few fathers. But not 10,000. Not a 100. Not 10. I mean some number of fathers. So. The father. Of. You. In a field. Is very special. And important. To you. Amen. Are you listening to me? I am your father in this church. I am the one who God used to bring this church to existence. So, whether you like it or not, I happen to be the father of the church. This particular local church. You get it? For some of you, I brought you to Christ. So, I am your father in Christ. For some, you were in Christ. Somebody brought you to Christ. You were in Christ. You were in this church or that church or you were whatever. You came into the ministry and you are being brought into the ministry. Or you have been, become a minister. Or you are becoming a minister. Or you are a minister through my ministry of training you of teaching you, of influencing you, of guiding you. So, I am you, the, through me, you have come into existence in the ministry. Otherwise, you would not have been in the ministry. So, in that regard also, I am your father in the ministry. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It's very important for you to understand. Because when I am teaching you, you get it. You can have a, so many people who come and teach you. So, you have so many people who feed you, teach you, guide you, bless you, heal you, anoint you, favor you, whatever. A father's own is in its own different category. And you have to be careful. Because there are not just curses, but great blessings. You see, this honor is the, is the commander which has a promise and a curse. It has two sides. It has... A promise of longevity. That you last long in the ministry. You get what I'm saying? And it has, you can last long in life. It has also a blessing that it will be well with you. In fact, I was talking to somebody. I've forgotten who it was. I think it's at this camp. And I was saying that if you look at your child. Let's say you've got your child who is 10 years old. The child is coming up. Don't you think that if your child follows exactly what you tell him in terms of school, this, that, 
You that's exactly what you tell the person. Go to school here. Take your school seriously. Okay, take your church seriously. Okay, come here. And the child obeys you to the letter. Don't you think that your child, it will be well with that child. It will be very good. Very, 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 very good for the child. The child will really turn out perfectly. Spiritually, physically, everything. But if the child takes an excursion, when he's 16 years old, or takes an excursion into drugs, when he's 12 years old, or the child decides to ignore you for five years of his life, and so on, suddenly the child's life changes. And even when the child comes back, in as much as the child, it may be well with the child, you realize that the child has lost something. And the only reason why the child has lost something is because the child took an excursion off the father's direction for a period and then found out that he was wrong and came back, if he will ever come back. In the natural, just look at your life. Some of you have done things your parents told you not to do, but you did. How many have done things your father mother told you do not do and you did raise up your hand raise up your hand raise up your hand you took an excursion and it, did it affect you in life did it affect you pastor Joel how did it affect you you lost a year in school one whole year was lost in school perhaps that one year has changed your whole life Totally. Just the one year. Because of a small excursion. <laughs> George. Have you been told what to do by your father? And when you did not do it. Did you have, did it have any effect on your life? You think so? He's not sure. Brothers and sisters. Thank God. For this great blessing that he gives us. A person with a father, a person without a father are two different things. When you don't have a father, you struggle. Pain here, his father looks after him, even up to today. (laughs) Yeah. Am I right or wrong? Yeah. A grown up with children. <laughs> he has a father who can pay school fees for a grown up. When he's 80 years old in America. Yeah. His situation is different from some others. Who may have to get from wild loans or forget about such a school ever in your life. Forget about it. Don't even think about it. It will never come up. It's the same thing in the ministry. If you listen carefully to your father in the ministry and you believe what he's saying without taking excursions you will find yourself going very high in the Lord. Amen. Are you listening to me? You'll find yourself surprised at where you are in the ministry. Amen. Amen. You will find yourself achieving things that others without fathers did not achieve, could not achieve, and never will achieve in their lifetime. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? Yeah. So, fathers are special 
Number one, because they are protected by God. Don't forget that. They are protected by God. They are protected by God through blessings and curses. Number two, fathers are special because whether the person is an Egyptian or an Ethiopian, there is something spiritual about a father created by God. It is beyond the understanding of a man. I have four children. I do not know how I came by these four children. God has a way of bringing about children. I do not know which day I created the children that I have. And I have not really created any child. You say you are just passing on the life that God has. Amen. Are you listening to me? So brothers and sisters, a father is a spiritual thing. Person. Just see it that way. Because God is in God himself is a father. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? A father is special because when a father speaks to you and you listen and obey, your whole life can just become longer if you really want to live long. I mean, God has given us very few things that can lengthen our lives and this is one of them. It's just one of them. It will make you live longer. In other words, it means that it will prevent you from getting cancer. Yeah. It prevents you from getting cancer of the breast, cancer of the stomach, cancer of the lungs, cancer of the arm, cancer of the bones, cancer of the knee. And to prevent your kidneys from failing, your liver from failing, your heart from failing. And it prevents you from getting all kinds of diseases. That's what it means to live. Long life is just, it should prevent you from having accidents. It prevents you from dying suddenly. It's, this is all the power in the Father. Yeah. It's, it's a wonderful thing. I didn't say it. We read it in the Bible. It says that, that you may live long on the earth. What are the things that shorten life on the earth? Diseases, sicknesses, accidents, wars, unfortunate tragedies, famines, natural disasters. These are the things that reduce life. And God is saying that if you honor your father and mother, that those things will be stayed away from you. So anybody who hears what I'm saying should be happy to find a way of staying away some of these things. Those of you who are doctors, you know what I'm talking about. You see a young person just like yourself. He's got some wild disease. He's dying. Don't you see such things in your... In your, in your yeah. When I was on the world, I've seen these things. In fact, if you don't take care, you'll be afraid. Because you see very, very wild disease. Hey! Something you read in a book, you see somebody has it, he's on his way out of this earth. So, a father is a very unique and special thing. Not just a person, a father. Whatever God gives you as a father. Amen. Amen. And you must know you must know. You must know. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to I'm sharing with you father to son. And I'm saying that a father has a way of if you honor him, you will be blessed. Amen. Amen. You prolong your life. Then the father has something supernatural about his existence created by God such that honoring him Improves the quality of your life. Improves the quality of it. Because he said that it will be well with you. You get it? Some people live long, but it is not well with them. So you can live long and you are not happy. What does it mean that it is well? It is well, it is well. That song is often sung at funerals. It is well with my soul. I don't like that song very much because I keep hearing it. At, I, the place I hear it is funerals. 
they sort of sing it to encourage themselves that it is well. You get it? But it is well. It's good. It is well means it's good. Things are how are they? Things are very good. Life is good. How are your finances? Very good. How's your car? Very good. How's your marriage? It's perfect. Are you happy? I'm so excited. How's church? It's good. How's life? It's good. It's good. It has a way of making things good. Don't ask me how. Pastor Gilly, don't ask me how. I don't know how. Don't ask me how. Explain to me how. Do you have a phone? A mobile phone? Where is it? Explain to me how this, this lady can speak to, she can call Australia. She's sitting here and she's talking to Australia. Explain. Can you explain? Explain it. Explain how, when she's speaking, somebody who is in Australia. Do you have any explanation? Do you have any explanation? Can you explain it? Do you use one? Do you use? Yeah. You use phones, but you don't understand it. But you use it. Waves. Where are the waves? You can't see them. But it works, isn't it? Has it worked for you before? Have you spoken to people in Africa? 24 hours away, you can speak to them. So don't ask me how. So, Michelle, how does a father, uh, they say, when he's talking to you, then your life is becoming longer. I, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how. I don't know how. So what, what will your father do for you that uh, you will be feeling uh, this thing, that it is well with you and you are very feeling very good? I, I don't know. 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 Amen. The next thing that you must know about a father is that a father's is is that your obligation towards a father, right? is summarized in one deep word. And that word is honor. Amen. Honor. Your, the obligation of a son, daughter, child, whatever, towards a father is summarized yeah. in a word. And it's called honor. That's the meaning of the word honor. What is honor. Huh? Number one. Number one. Appreciate. Okay. They are giving the meaning. Appreciate. Good. Number two. To respect. If you mention one, you mark it. You are going to explain each one. Everybody who mentions one. Alright. It means to honor. What else does it mean to do? Esteem. Esteem highly. Aquile is esteem highly. Yes. Next one. To assign value. A high value to. Okay. Good. Assign a high value. Are you writing all these ones? Yes. Go on. To obey. Very simple. To obey. To exalt. Okay. Anyone else? To have a high regard for. All right. All right. Yes. To value as precious. Yes. Next one. To place above all others. To love. Somebody says to love. 
to love. Alright? To be grateful to. Alright? Huh? Did Ham honor his father? Did Japheth and Shem honor their father? How did they honor him? They protected him. They protected him. They defended him. Showed respect to him. Were loyal. Good. Next. Were submissive to him. Good. Uphold. Good. Now somebody should stand up and explain all these nice words you've mentioned. What they mean in English. Tell us. Bobby, tell us what does it mean? Bobby, what does it mean? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Choose the one you like. Alright. Um, to honor. Yeah, what does it mean? So honor means all these things they've said. Okay. Now choose one of them and explain it to us. Alright. To be loyal. To be loyal. Yeah. Means to if the father gives instructions, to follow out the instructions. Even if you don't understand them or agree with them. Just follow them out. Good. You think children understand all that their fathers say? Uh-huh. Good. We don't, do you expect children to understand? Do you expect your little son to understand all that you tell him? Ah, uh, Bobby? No. No. You don't. Good. Thank you. Yasmin, choose one. Tell us what it means. Uh, somebody mentioned to protect and to defend. Um, when you honor someone, for example, if a stranger, or like if you overhear a conversation and somebody's saying something that is not true or correct, you can jump in and like put them in their place and tell them no. <laughs> All right. Maybe like the father made a statement and the person took it out of context. You can correct them and explain to them why. Or maybe the way that certain things are done in a partic- in a house. Like, why do we do certain things a certain way? Because to keep a certain order or so forth. Just explain. Good. 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 Next person at the back row. <laughs> Anybody else on the back row? Yeah? It's a brother standing, sitting right by you. Give it to him. What else does it mean to honor? Uh, I'm going to pick um, to respect. Respect, okay. Yes. Um, I think it means because I think there comes a point I, I, uh, where you might even get a, you might be a little more knowing as you grow than your father, and he might express an opinion that you're not too comfortable with. Even the way you convey or you, you discuss the thing should be done in such a way that clearly there's some kind of respect or there's some kind of deference for his age and stuff like that. Okay. Good. Anybody else? At the back, the back benches, yeah? Somebody's right there, yeah? To be grateful. To be grateful, yeah? Sometimes when you are a child, you wouldn't understand what your parents' papa are be telling you. When you grow up, you realize that certain kids are doing certain things. You might tell them they shouldn't have done it. You realize that they're doing You keep on responding to them that they shouldn't do it. That's very grateful to know what your dad did for you or told you not to do it in life. Good. Thank you. Now listen, most people honor their fathers when it's too late to honor them. So, so it means we are being privileged to hear these things. I really, I wish my father was still alive. 
my earthly heavenly earthly father so that I could show him some more honor than I did when my 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 cousin Pastor Robert his mother died 3 months before my mother died my my father died and he told me when his mother died that listen dad if you have something to do for your father and do it because the feeling that I have that my mama, my mother is dead is so bad you want to do something I didn't take him seriously no 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 my father was going to die within three months he was dead and when my father died I said man I didn't even have a chance to say bye bye to him many more things I wish I could have done I wish I had done even to honor him so your earthly father your ministry father your spiritual fathers mothers whatever you have please not because the person is whatever but you see we sort of grow up I was at my father-in-law's 80th birthday party that's Pastor Payne's father's birthday party 80 years old all the children came around and then all of them would say you know when we were young you know, our father used to do this. He was very hard. He was this and he had all, he was like this and he was like this. But now I thank God that, you know, he made me do this. He made me do that. It's hardened me. It made me like this and made me like that. And you know, although it was nice to hear all those things, I wasn't very impressed. Because I felt that why does it take us? It's like even whilst you are being father, you hate it. You actually resent your father for most of your life, except at the very end when he's either dead or almost gone. That's when you begin to appreciate him. But God wants to get us to a point that it's not when the person is dead and gone. And you say, oh, this was a good man. Or when he's on his dying bed. So I have to go before he dies. <laughs> Amen. But it is something... That we need to grow up. So I was saying, I was, I was funny. In fact, I told my wife, I said, there's something about all the things that people are saying or said. And I was talking with her after that I was not happy about. Because I just thought it was like throughout your childhood. But you don't have to hate your father throughout your childhood or resent him or dislike him. Even whilst you don't even understand what he's doing. Right up to the, only to the end. Then you look and say, oh man, it's true. It was good. God wants us to get to the point where we can benefit from the Father's blessing because the Father's blessing is that when He is honored, some automatic unseen powers prevent you from dying, <coughs> prevent you from being killed, prevent sicknesses from coming to your life, prevent diseases from coming, prevent you from having accidents, prevent whatever, and cause things to work well. For you, in your home, in your marriage, in your life, in this, in that, all that. So why, when all life has gone, you keep violating all those rules until the very end. Then you get up and you see. Meanwhile, the opportunity for your life to be lengthened and for it to be well is gone by. So most people never benefit from fathers. If I was not alive. Now, if I was to just die, they say tomorrow, another day, shortly, you people will really see my value. People will rush for my tapes. The last tapes. What was his last message? Then you will start to see and know. Bishop was really this or that or this or that or that. Let's send an American delegation for the funeral. We are going to line his tomb with marble. White and black marble. And we are going to do this. And we are going to have special wreath from the American church. And special this from this, that. And this, this, this from the members of this. And this and that. That's how, that's how, that is all that we understand. And then it's after. I said, oh man. We didn't even know what we had. But now that it's gone, we see what we have. That's how life, our lives have been. But see, God is trying to grow us. 
higher and faster than the average person who lives through life dishonoring or even not realizing what they have till it's gone and then realizing after having destroyed their own lives by cursing them their own selves you get it till they come to that point and then it's already too late to because it is well with you you need life to live your life it is well you need things to go essentially before you live long amen are you understanding what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, brothers and sisters, what point did I just give you? The last one. And we are explaining what it means. Your relationship with your father is summarized. Obey. Amen. It means to do what he says. <laughs> it's not so easy. Do what he says. You know, those of us who are married, when you see somebody who's going to get married, you know more things than he does. You can easily tell him. I, I remember a brother was going to get married. I said, you will never be happy with this marriage. It will never work. I know it will never work. I don't need an angel, anything to tell me. It will, you will never be happy with this thing. It's so easy. Any of you, if I sit down and I explain to you, you, you agree with me 100%. I mean, these are just beloveds. I said, this thing, you know. I said, I've seen one. I know it. Did he go ahead? I won't tell you. But you see, your father can... There was a time I... I people people sometimes would get it, be getting married, and uh, there was a time I would say, if you want to get married, marry. Even if your father doesn't like it or your mother doesn't like it. Now I don't think so. If your father doesn't like it and your mother doesn't like it, and not that they just don't like it, but they stand and say, you know, over my dead body, never. I would advise you to. I wouldn't do it. If it was me, I wouldn't. I would stop. I would change direction. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember a lady, she came up. I didn't know much about her. She couldn't hold a bucket. When she lifted a bucket, she couldn't hold it. I said, what is wrong with her? Remember, I said, we pray for her. We just prayed for her. And so I said, you know, when she's at home and she's, she has to do certain things, maybe lift a bucket or do something, she cannot do it. Then after some time, I said, oh, her hand was getting weaker. So what's wrong? She can't get And then a whole arm. Then after that, the leg. And after that, the other hand. And after the leg. Till she was completely paralyzed. For a long time. She had two children. Three children, I don't know how many children. And then she died. Young lady. I remember one day we were having a discussion about marriage. And we are talking about these things. And when your father says, or your mother says, they say no. Then he stood up and he said, you know, when I was going to get married, they said no. But I forced to marry. I said, I, I don't care. <laughs> now he cares. Not that it is related, that is possible. Another person also stood up and spoke about how his wife also went. Her father says no. This person said no. This. Before you realize, the person was dying. Not that he would die, but in those particular cases, it was a very clear testimony about how their lives were ending. Because they were going totally against the wishes and the will of your parents. So I would say be careful. Just because you may be crossing some lines which you may not want to cross. Matter how many laugh. You can, you can love many people. There are many people you can love. Marriage, I don't believe that you, like we came to this world and it's like there is somebody. Oh Lord. The rib, missing rib. I'm going to fight the missing rib. 
you can marry a whole lot of uh, five five hundred thousands of different people you could have married. It's just that you should just get it. Marriage is just an arrangement for life's convenience. Somebody to help you and to move around and to be moving on with life. That, that, that's it. A whole lot of people could have filled that role. Oh, Kathy, you don't think so? A whole lot of people could have filled that role. But when you are young, you say, no, I'm not. my heart is burning. Your heart is burning. It was, one day you see the slaps that the man will give you, you will not say that your heart is burning. Your face and cheeks will be burning. Careful now. So we have to be careful as we cross certain lines, barriers, because we may find ourselves going against, you know, a supernatural blessing. Amen. I don't care. You will care. You see the prodigal son? They talked to him. They sat down. They discussed. They said, let us have, you have this house here. Everything is fine. Stay in the house and do the... No. No. The man is old. He's stopping my... My, my, my drive and my, 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 my potential and, 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 and the things that I mean. I, I can't stay under this old man. He said, stay and everything is set for you. For the rest for eternity. No, 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 no. They brought aunties to talk to him. Talk to him. I don't, I don't want to have anything to do with him. So he went. I wish I could preach. Maybe I should preach about, about that guy. When the day came, he was eaten with pigs. And he realized that, in fact, even his father's servants were having things better. Let me go back. Let me go back. And he went back. That was a good guy. Not everybody goes back or can go back. Amen? Are you listening to me? So be very careful with fathers. Spiritual fathers. Somebody asked me, so how come you, Bishop Dagamina calls you his son? I said, oh, no, I don't know what particular, whether what reason he goes. I said, I used to go to church. I see him as a father of the charismatic churches. I see him as a father figure in the. So he may not particularly have fathered me in the ministry because my ministry is not in that line per se. But I see him as a father, and I see myself as someone who has to stand there. You get it? As one of the children in the system, and fight. Yeah. I also want something to honor. Amen. <laughs> yeah. And I'm blessed. If his church was not there, I may not have had it. I may not have. Well, there was no church. There was only church. And I would like to honor. And so that's my role. Now, one of the things is that you must know about a father is I'm giving you some things you should know about fathers. Is that not so? Is that a father is not a perfect person. This is the most confusing part of fathers because they are not perfect. Huh? Isn't it? That's a confusing part about fathers. In the natural, look at your earthly father. How many had fathers who have been some way? Honestly. Give me a wave. I mean, really, really some way. It's the most natural beastliness. Very funny things. And it's like... And meanwhile, it's like God has sort of supernaturally protected this father. (laughs) Linked him with some blessings and linked him with some curses. And link your relationship with him and how you live with blessings and care and long life. And the person is also some way. <laughs> it's a wonderful thing. This is where most people make the mistake in relation to fathers. Most mistakes in relation to fathers are made over this issue. 
And today, we have Ham. Who cursed his father? Or laughed at his father or despised his father? And God approved of his father and put his name in Hebrews. And Ham, the son, disapproved of his father. And ruled him out. And called people to come and see that the guy is not what you really think he is. But God included him as one of the main people in the world. Is it not a wonderful thing? This is the paradox. This is the confusion. One person was telling me, it seems that in your relationship with this father, a particular person who was talking about, you have had to use a lot of wisdom and this and that. I said, no, not really. I'm just determined. I'm fixed. I have one plug. This is the line. Nothing else. I don't care. I am not doing it because the person is good or bad or this or has this or has that or has that. It's one plug. You see, like Shem. Blessed be the God of Shem. You get it? Because the guys are one plug dedicated. No variations. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need wisdom. <laughs> That's all. You don't need wisdom to relate with your mother because she's a prostitute. To help with your ideas about your mother, whether she's a prostitute or not. She's your mother. Amen. She's your mother. End of story. Shut up. She's your mother. You don't need to have wisdom to relate to your father because he's, he's, he's an adulterer or he's a drunkard or he has a child here and a child there and he didn't pay your school fees. And you, don't, you don't need wisdom for that. Be quiet. He's your father and that's your father. Period. He's a special person created by God. In your life. End of story. That's all. You need wisdom. That's why I need a lot of wisdom. What wisdom? Just honor. It's a simple thing. That's why I, but I don't approve of such things. You are not expected to approve. Are you an approver? Are you a policeman who is supposed to stamp uh, uh, permits and so on? You are not expected to approve anything. The relationship has been summarized in one word. Honor. End of story. One plug. Hallelujah. There are things I can't, talk, I can't tell you about here. But if I could tell you about it, you would be surprised at what I do and have done spiritually in relation to people that God has. And what has happened? If you say wisdom or reasons or this or that, oh no, never. I will not, I will not for one half moment relate with certain people. Not even that I will honor them. I don't even relate with them. I don't even know them. I don't want to have anything to do with it. When you honor a father, you elevate your status in this life. Write that down. When you honor a father, you elevate yourself in this life. I was talking to some young men and uh, they were also telling me, he said, one said to me, Bishop, last time someone came to me and told me, he was a student in the university that another student in the university is, says that he's taking him as his father. <laughs> he's just an elder preacher. He said that, this one says that he's taking me I am his, he, he sees that God has given him to to him, me as a father. And I smiled and I said, really? These are people without Wife, child, beloved, nothing. They are just there. And he says that God spoke to him, a fellow student, that you should be my father. And I said, really? Another one came to me and told me, another student in the university, he said, this brother also in the university, all of them students in the university, a fellow student came up to him and told him that whatever the Lord tells you to tell me, and whatever you tell me to do, I will do it. That's exactly what he told me. Those were his exact words. I said, really? Then the guy said, you know, I would rather introduce you to Bishop because Bishop is my father. And the guy said, I know about Bishop. But I believe that you are the person who God has given to me. So I prefer for you to talk to Bishop. Whatever Bishop tells you, then you tell me. Wow. <laughs> So a fellow student to another student. Wow. And I said, 
when you honor a father, you elevate yourself. And you know why they are doing that is happening? Because they, that those are the same words that they use in relation to me. One day, some years ago, I don't want to mention names, but I want to mention names. I was launching my books. The first time I wrote books and I launched it. At that meeting, we had Bishop Duncan Williams and some of the other great pastors in our country, in Ghana. And I honored the different, different people. Uncle James, this person, Reverend Markway, Bishop Duncan Williams, and so on. They were all there. And oh, this one has done this, this one did, like that, and so on. There was a particular man of God, he, he was not mentioned. After the meeting, Bishop Dan Williams said something. He said, man, today I've learned something. I said, Bishop, what have you learned? He said, I've come to see that if you don't honor somebody, you will never be honored. And he said, if you, you don't have a reference point, you will never be a reference point for anyone. That's what he said. And... When he said that, I when he said that, I thought about it, and I realized that there was this other great man of God there. But this other great man of God, when he came on the scene, he he, he didn't acknowledge that. Oh, this man was a person that I acknowledge. This one is a father that I've looked up to, or this one is someone who has said, nothing like that. He has, he's, he's just came like Elijah. No father, no mother. You know, if First uh, Kings seventeen verse one says Elijah the Tishbite. And then he started working. No origins. <laughs> but Bishop Duncan Willa here acknowledged Archbishop. He does. He takes him as his part. One time he was talking, he was telling me, he said, the problem that he had, if the Archbishop was here, he said, if he was here, this problem will never happen. That is his father. What is the person he, he, would, he would kneel down to him? And honor him. I've seen him introducing him once. And I recorded it and I asked for that video. I've never heard an introduction like that before. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've never heard an introduction of a person like that before. Oh man. He introduced him as, as a voice. That has endured. <laughs> oh man. It was nice. I just enjoyed it. That was the last time we saw him alive. Just about a week before he died. Yeah. And I realized that when you honor somebody, you are not going down. You are lifting the person up. And you are also going to be lifted up. A spiritual father is not a natural father. Don't equate the two. Don't equate natural things with spiritual fatherhood. Your spiritual father can be younger than you. He can even be your child. Yeah. Can be, can be far, far even below you. Can be your classmate. Can be your, can be a person who is uneducated whilst you are educated. Can be inferior to you in the natural. Can be whatever. Now God will give that person to you as a father. Can have more problems, mistakes, whatever, than far more than you. But the father is a father. You see, do you know that Elisha did more work than Elijah? Huh? Twice as much. Do you know that Joshua was able to enter the promised land? And Joshua was able to go where Moses could not go. He was able to send spies. Moses sent 12 spies. He made a mistake. Joshua sent only 2 spies. Joshua was able to... What Moses just looked on with his eyes. Joshua entered and fought and, fought and won the whole land. But when Jesus was transfigured on the mountain, it was not Elisha and Joshua who appeared. It was the fathers. Moses and Elijah. These were the people who appeared there to talk with him. So there are different you sometimes say even that the child is doing more. That is different from being a father. A father is a special supernatural creation entity that God gives to people. And when God gives it to you, that's what that's what you have in this life. 
you may end up being greater. Any true father wants his child to be greater than him. That's, a, that's the reality of a, a, a father. My father only wanted good things for me. The person is really a father. He wants the, you want to go high and do well. That's a father. Father loves the children. Cries over the children. Loves them. Cares them. I never used to know about all these things. When you see, when you read the Bible, when you read the Bible and say a woman came with her child, a man came with the son, it is the father's love and the mother's love that makes them bring their. I saw a woman who was whose child raised from the dead in Colombia. She was the one crying, not the child. She was crying because there is something about the love that a father or a mother has for her children. You want the child to live. Yeah. You want the child to do well. It is your father. Huh? Samson. Your daughter, what's her name? Here it is. Your daughter hasn't got four fingers, isn't it? You cut off any of her fingers. Anytime she did something wrong, four serious mistakes she's made in life, you remove one finger. Does she have many fingers does she have? Five. Only five. Five on each side. You've not cut any of yet. George, how about your children? Have you removed any of their legs? <coughs> or their arms? Or their eyes? Why do we think evil things? Of fathers? Of God? God is after me. God is trying to take my house. He's trying to take my heart. My mansion. God is trying to take something from me. He's trying to reduce my life. He's trying to spoil my... God is trying to bring you up. God is not trying to take anything from you. Regard what your father says to you. Amen. My son, attend unto my words. That's the next chapter. Amen. How many realize that a father is important? How many have realized today that a father is very important? Stand to your feet. Nobody should go out, please. Just stand to your feet. Holy, holy, Lord, you are worthy. Just, just a keyboard, nobody else, please. And I'm honored to sing your praise.